Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you at Hale Varsity. We're presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. Find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio at Herbal Essence at C underscore Clark underscore 27. We were, what? I, I, two underscores. Two. I like it. It's, uh, it's excessive. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, I don't know, trying to stitch Stein cooler on the uh, back of an Orange Bowl jersey. Uh, much uh, much uh, excess there. Yes. Uh, speaking of lots, lots of books behind Brandon Vogel. If you're watching the show, can do so. Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Brandon Vogel with us from Hale Varsity. Managing editor at Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. Vogues, is that a, uh, a hat from the natural you're wearing? No, this is a Nashville Sounds. Ah, that's uh, a big whiff on my part. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Triple A team, so. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it might have been a Redford tribute today, but uh, no. Uh, you discovered Raquel Welch when? <laughs> um, I mean, uh, let's see. Was it Shawshank? Or be- was, kind of, was it before Shawshank? It was, was kind of. Uh, probably. I mean, it's just hard to like grow up without, uh, without seeing that poster eventually somewhere, even though it wasn't contemporary to my lifetime. Like you just, you know, the poster and it's like, everyone's like, this is famous. Um, you're like, well, yeah, I understand why, um, I can see why, but it just, uh, it wasn't something I encountered naturally, uh, I guess, in my media consumption at that age. Well, it had to take a moment yesterday for, uh, as as uh, Red put it, lovely Raquel uh, with, with her uh, passing. We're talking spring football, Vogues, and who is going to be the pace car for you with this Nebraska football team this spring? Who's a player or two you think will immediately lead? Uh, in a new era? Good question. Um, because the, you know, chalkboard has kind of been wiped clean a little bit just by nature of, of having a new staff there. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch. I think uh, Jeff, C- Jeff Sims, perhaps Chubba Purdy um, <clears throat> in terms of, I mean, so much of the game kind of starts with the quarterback and we know leadership is super important at that position. So I think you sort of naturally go there. 
Um, I think it would be a good thing for Nebraska if we started to hear someone up front on the on the offensive line uh, was kind of emerging as as that person. I mean, they've got a handful of players up there who played quite a bit of football, and I don't think anybody's been totally has been one hundred percent satisfied with how Nebraska has played on the O line. So that could be potentially a, a good development. You know, somebody like Ty Robinson, I think makes a lot of sense, but he's going to be out. It sounds like um, you've got, you've got, and, and also the secondary. And I mean, I, I kind of lean towards miles farmer is maybe the old hand quote unquote in, in that group, even though still relatively early in his football career. But those are some of the guys that come to mind off the top of my head. Well, and then, I mean, you've got your two inside linebackers, of course, who have kind of filled that role for you in the past. So I'd expect them to to be on that list for me as well. Yeah, Brandon, are you concerned about the fact that as this Husker team goes through spring ball, it is going to be down some of its uh, at least projected leaders for next season? When you look at Nick Henrich, is a guy that's not going to be participating in spring football. Uh, Casey Thompson's a guy that's not going to be uh, participating in spring football. It's just there, there's a list of guys with a lot of experience that aren't going to be participating. And I wonder if that's a, a concern to you as as we just know how important this spring is going to be for guys trying to lock down roster spots and make a good first impression with the coaching staff. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm concerned. You'd certainly rather have them than, than not have them. So it, at least then, I mean, these are players like, uh, you know, I, I assume the, the coaching staff looks at Nick Henrich and be like, this guy can play some football. Like we have a good sense of what he is, but you still want to see how it all fits with kind of <clears throat> new coaches, new concepts, new schemes. Um, it, it, you can almost with, with somebody like him and I would even put Casey Thompson in this, in this group as well, um, given how much football he's played, like you can feel confident that they're going to, to display some confidence and some leadership. Um, and you can do that to a degree without being able to suit up and participate in practice, certainly, but it just, it, it kind of adds a wild card of, Hey, here's some guys who, you know, you'd expect to be major parts of Nebraska in 2023. And you're going to miss this spring session where you're doing a lot of install um, and and really just a, a lot of kind of team bonding, which again, they can take part in that to a degree. But I mean, Matt rule mentions it almost every time out now about just getting the guys around each other. So it's, it's worth noting for sure. Brandon Vogel's with us on Hale varsity radio. Brandon, we were talking about how this roster will whittle down at some point throughout spring ball who will stay who will leave and we're talking about how many scholarship spots ideally do you see being appropriate for the qb room oh good question i think four is probably i mean it's so hard with the transfer portal now to to take much for granted but i think four is kind of the minimum five seems like you're, if you can keep five guys and keep the space between them and kind of keep them all invested and feeling like they have a chance to, to play at any given time, uh, that feels like a little bit of a luxury. So um, probably four and a half might be if you <laughs> average it out over a couple of a couple of recruiting cycles, et cetera, might be, <clears throat> might be the spot to be at. But you look at it now, and I mean that's that's one of those spots. And with with two injuries, you know, to to Casey Thompson and Logan Smothers, it's going to keep them out. Kind of changes that because if they were available, and, and Nebraska goes into spring with all of its quarterbacks available, I mean that's a spot that I immediately circle and say, 
you're just going to have some attrition there and they, they might have some attrition there anyway um but it does change change kind of the calculus a little bit with last year's starter not being available Brandon, when you say four and a half, does that mean four full-time quarterbacks and one guy who's splitting time between quarterback and fullback? Is that what you mean? <laughs> wow. Yes. If you could, if you could, if you can find the vaunted QB fullback uh, combo, you, you you get that. And, and Nebraska hasn't had to look for one for a while, but it's it's in the market now. So <laughs> uh, be keeping an eye on that one. Wow. I. I... Hey, Chubba, love you. You want to put on 60 pounds? Uh, well, they had a guy, a hell of a remember, remember Zach Darlington a couple years no, ago? I know. He's a guy who could have played quarterback and fullback. I know he didn't end up actually playing fullback. Well, and, but... and, and uh, put this on your Husker bingo card. Johnny Stanton's getting a paycheck oh, yeah. from Cleveland as a fullback. As a fullback. And so it, it, it happens. They can move spots. Uh, Vogues, uh, I want to talk about Kemp here and – his role, we, we know Alante Brown not on the roster anymore, and he's a guy we were all excited to see continue to progress. It, it'll just be somewhere else. But Kemp's a big pickup because of his experience and his work ethic, but do you think he's a guy that's a tone setter for that room? you got a lot of talent, and you're also going to have to sift through uh, and, and have a pecking order. Yeah, I think he, I think he could be. Um, and I think that's something that comes along with, with the coaching change, you know, under more typical circumstances, I don't know if it's totally fair or, or maybe the most likely place to go to look for a, a transfer, particularly a one-year transfer come in and be like, okay, I'm here now. I'm just going to take over this room. doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, but in a case like this, you know, I would have to go back and add up his actual career numbers, but the guy who's caught a lot of footballs didn't catch as many in 2022 as he probably would have liked and injuries played a role in that, but played, played a lot of football. And when you look at what Nebraska brings back, um, you kind of don't have that guy that you just point to and say, well, there's the leader of your room. So I think there's an open opportunity for somebody like Kemp to do that. If he's somebody who'd put up all those numbers at Nebraska, we would just go to him by default. So um, sounds like the early reports on him and his kind of integration into this new program have, have been positive. So uh, he'll be an interesting one to watch. And he kind of fills a, a different type of role for Nebraska when you look up at the uh, makeup of that wide receiver room. Brandon, give me a guy on the offense that, you know, with all the change that's been going down this offseason, all the, the, the transport additions that you think might be slipping under the radar in terms of what kind of impact they might have in, in 2023. And I guess this kind of doubles the question as, as a guy you're watching in spring ball in 2023 to see how they perform. I think Gabe Irvin has, has kind of a good situation in, you know, obviously saw his talent as a true freshman two seasons ago, slowed by injury. Um, and in the meantime, Nebraska had two guys show up in, in AJ Allen, and Anthony Grant and be pretty good. So he almost kind of fits the definition of, of under the radar from, from that perspective, but he's, he'll be somebody I have a close eye on um, through, throughout the off season, really not just in spring because we've we've seen he's he's got a lot of tools as as a running back and if if they want to run the football as as much as they have said that they want to do the coaches meaning um 
having three backs that can go in and, and, and give you those kind of quality snaps certainly isn't a bad thing. It just becomes then divvying them up. And right now, based on this past season, you'd probably go Grant Allen Irvin. I'd be surprised if it ends that way by the time we get to the Minnesota game in late August. Brandon Vogel is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Vogues, we'll get you out on this. Bit of thought on Ernest Hausman. Uh, was really considering Michigan before Nebraska. Obviously went portaling to Michigan. Michigan's linebacker coach, another part of the Harbaugh staff that mutually parted ways. What does that mean? That he does not have a position coach anymore, or is there more to it? Um, I mean, I think, as you noted, kind of his interest level in Michigan um, early on at the point where he, you know, eventually chose Nebraska, I think probably still carries the most weight. Also, Michigan is clearly on, on a really good run. And oh, by the way, is also one of the most experienced teams in the country, you know, based on returning production numbers that we've seen so far. So you can step into Michigan and we all saw with, with Hausman as a, a true freshman linebacker in the big 10, uh, the guy has a chance to be special. Um, and he's at a place right now that, you know, if you're just picking today, you'd say, well, Michigan's among the front runners to be in the college football playoff again next year. So I think that a lot about what appeals you know, to not just Hausman, but any player about Michigan right now is still there, even though you're, you know, losing that position, Coach. And uh, Elijah just sent me this. Carter Nelson, the pride of Ainsworth, roll tide has just offered him. Vogues, we'll check in on Saturday, but thanks for a few minutes today. Thanks a lot, guys. Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio.